podcast. This is your host, Phil Andrews. Today we'll be talking to two members of Unidos do Swing, um, a Brazilian band that mixes uh, traditional jazz and second line uh, with Brazilian uh, carnival. They're from Sao Paulo. Um, We're going to hear a lot more about them uh, coming up in the interview, but for now, um, let's just play a little bit of uh, their music. This is from a video they recently did, um, a project that uh, others can participate in. Uh, It's a socially distant music video um, for the song Joe Louis Stomp. And if you find that on YouTube, they've invited others uh, to record themselves playing or dancing with the source music. So this is Unidos Do Swing, Joe Louis Stomp. This is the Street Brass Podcast. This is your host, Phil Andrews, and today uh, we have two very uh, special guests. Do you want to introduce yourselves? Yes, of course. I'm Rocio Romero. I'm from Unidos do Swing, um, a Brazilian brass band, and I'm really happy to be here. Hello, I am Guilhermino. I play at Unidos do Swing too. I studied the clarinet. And I'm happy to be here, too, in this playing time. Great. Thank you. All the way from Brazil. So can you tell, uh, can you tell us a little bit about how Unidos do Swing uh, got started? Okay. Unidos do Swing started out um, in 2014. It was uh, the encounter of jazz musicians and dancers that wanted to bring something different to the uh, Sao Paulo Carnival. And in the beginning, it was, it was that, you know, to bring other possibilities of mixing up the Brazilian Carnival with the jazz carnival. Um, and it was, it was amazing because in the first year, um, it brought a lot of people 
and we started to uh, realize that we should rehearse every week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we decided to do that every week uh, under the Museum of Sao Paulo. Uh, we do open rehearsals and anyone that is on the city in that moment on a Tuesday night can go there and play a little bit with us. And how big is the band? It depends. <laughs> uh, during the carnival this year, for example, we had like 32 uh, piece uh, musician band. And then we had a lot of performances too. A lot of, a lot of performance. Uh, we had people doing, uh, you know, dancing and a lot of different uh, circus performances. Our group, um, it's known because it combines, um, it combines an expressive uh, way to perform the music in space. So we, we use the music to create scenes, mm -hmm. um, like, battles like uh, uh, different kind of scenes that we try to use to also send messages about what we believe or like provocations too. So it started in 2014 and uh, we have been playing for six years. This year was our sixth um, carnival. And when we realized that we, we should rehearsal every week, we realized that um, we should play during the whole year too, because we started as a group that was supposed to play only in carnival. Mm. And we realized, no, but we wanna play like the whole year, right? And that's the moment that we found out that there were other festivals and other ways to play during the whole year. And we expand our repertory and we started to um, do more arrangement for our musics and everything. Great, so let's hear a little bit more from Unidos Du Swing. Uh, this song is called Jave, and it's from a series of live videos that they have been putting together that are not released yet. So you're getting, uh, once again, a Street Brass podcast exclusive with Unidos Du Swing, Jave.
vai pancada Chega na rua, sempre manja legal Olha no olho, sua mirada fatal Ele veste a pele, se se embora dançar Vai verso o swing, é uma tremenda pancada E eu faço um tiro I think uh, people are consistently surprised uh, in the U.S. that there are now so many um, brass bands in Brazil, and there's now like five or six different honk festivals just in the in the country. And so, how did that get started? What was the the beginning of the honk movement in Brazil? Um, here in Brazil, it started in Rio de Janeiro in 2013. The Brazilian brass band Siderais. Uh, went to Honk Somerville. When they came back from Honk Somerville, they were really inspired by the festival, right? Only two years later, they were able to organize their first Honk Rio. Um, Rio de Janeiro is a city that has a huge carnival. So they had a lot of groups that they were uh, also looking for other possibilities about playing that it wasn't necessarily the carnival. It was like that also with Hong Sao Paulo. We went to Hong Rio. We didn't know the, the honk in the United States. We, we met the honk here. And we went there and it was amazing. Then we came back to our city and we thought, okay, I think we should do that too. And it's amazing because you go to a festival, then you see what is going on, how it's organized. Uh, you exchange with other groups and everything. And then you realize that you have to do that in your community too. And when you start doing that in your community, you realize too that you will probably have to do it in your own way. So, I think that there is some uh, ideas that are like very important for every honk in the world. And I think that we have a lot of, a lot to share. But in the same way, I think that it's very interesting how in each city, in each community, it has also uh, some particularities, some details that they are special and they they help to build this idea that honk um, brings to the world, you know? And so what, what would you say is the special flavor or detail of honk Sao Paulo? <laughs> special ah. flavor is a one. That's I like. <laughs> oh, let, let me speak something. Uh, São Paulo is traditional, traditionally filled. Uh, uh, it's, it's known as a city with no samba, no carnival. It's a historic idea of uh, São Paulo is the tumulo do samba, the graveyard of the samba. And uh, for us, it's a, a, a reason for proud to start a new lecture. Of, of this idea. São Paulo is now one of the biggest carnival in Brazil, one of the biggest carnival in all the world. 
And the special flavor in, in, in Sao Paulo Carnival is the mix of culture. It's a city, I mean, like New York, with a lot of people from a lot of places of the world are together and are doing something who is new. That, that's the whole idea. The, the special flavor of Sao Paulo Carnival is the mix. It's a lot of people doing a lot of things with no specific roles, with no specific purpose. And this is happening right now. And it, I, I think this is fabulous. It's, it's wonderful. It's, it's a, 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 the possibility of to create something really new in, the, in this, this kind of, of party of commemoration, of celebration. So I'm going to jump in here and play a little music uh, from Damas de Ferro. It's one of my favorite Brazilian bands. Uh, they're, they started a few years ago. Uh, they are made up of uh, all women, and they play all sorts of different styles. Um, we're going to play a song called Cabelo de Fogo, and I got some background information uh, from the band. It's in the Brazilian uh, style called Frevo, which is very popular and is associated with um, a, a particular dance. There's lots of jumps and the ones with the little umbrellas. Uh, this particular song is also very popular in that style um, and was, uh, they say, made popular by the Spoke Frevo Orchestra, uh, originally composed by Maestro Nunes. And uh, that means uh, Cabello de Fogo means hair of fire and Damas de Ferro means iron ladies. Let's check it out. And so have you been to any of the other, uh, the newer honks, maybe in Brasilia or Porto Alegre or Belo Horizonte? Yes, uh, we have. We went to Porto Alegre. We still, we didn't have the chance to go to Honk Brasilia and Honk Belo Horizonte. But we went to Porto Alegre and it was, and it was really beautiful because um Porto Alegre is a city that you have uh, a beautiful river and it's not so huge as Sao Paulo. So we, we went there and we did some shows for in some communities. We spent one day with a small community, uh, a quilombo urbano. We went there, we played, we exchanged with children's project um, that they were doing there and we played together. It was really beautiful because Hong Poa, as all the other Hongs here, they are inspired because someone went to a Hong and realized, okay, it's amazing. and if you go to, I want to go to all of the Hongs. Our problem right now is that there is so 
many honks in Sao Paulo, in Brazil. There is so many honks in Brazil that it's really hard to go to all of them because it's like that. It's, it's always, you know, doing a crowdfunding, trying to organize a lot of people to go and travel and really hard. But I think that each honk in Brazil has something special to share and it's very inspiring. Yeah, Phil, I think a, a thing we can call about the honks is about people who start to play for pleasure, for happiness, for joy. And then we start to notice that we are unhappy, especially politically unhappy. <laughs> and we are happy together, but we are unhappy in the contest. And it's a repetition, it's a history who repeats itself in every honk in Brazil. We are playing for pleasure, we are, we are playing for happiness, and we discover that we are, we are unhappy with something. And the honk begins to, to, to see like a recipe to deal with this unhappiness. And this is, is strange because it's a, a, an American formula. And this American formula fits in our uh, discomfort in Brazil. And it's very interesting. This happened in five big cities in Brazil. Are people who, who irresponsible in the beginning, starts to play together. And uh, these people perceive that they are unhappy with something. And this kind of discomfort, discomfort creates this need to response. And honk fits very well and this, this needs for, for a, a kind of answer to this political unhappiness. is a happiness who create, uh, who uh, uh, exhibits an unhappiness and the home do some kind of answer to this to this situation. It's a very interesting phenomenon. Yeah, that actually leads uh, right into my next question. Um, you know, a, as you probably know, a lot of the honk style bands, um, particularly the more community ones that are non-professionals, um, are playing mostly for for fun. And but many of them also have a political purpose. Um, yeah, I'm in the Rude Mechanical Orchestra, which is is very political. And the founders of uh, the original honk in Somerville um, come out of a band that is also dedicated to that. So. Could you tell me a little bit about the either the relationship between honk and political activism or between the bands and political activism in in Brazil? I think it's very important to understand the context. In the last years, we had had here in Brazil an impeachment that it was it was ter terrible because it shows that we have like a, a weak democratic system. It was a group of the and, and in that moment, every band happened for uh, a moment that everyone should um, decide if we were going to say something about that or not. Because it wasn't anymore like, okay, politics is something that it's outside, it's not my thing. We were in danger. Everyone was in danger. So we had to talk. And I'm not saying that that moment was easy because some groups, they started to find a way to talk and other groups, they didn't. But what we realized is that we had a need 
to talk about politics because it was necessary in this historic moment. We couldn't be in silence anymore. It wasn't an option anymore. And, and I think that all the hot movement um, has a lot, of, a lot to do with that. We couldn't be silent anymore. So let's cut in with a little bit more uh, music from Unidos to Swing. This is also from their series of live videos uh, that have not been released yet. This is Canto de Osana. happy and we play about that and we talk about that and we started to organize things to change that uh, we are now talking in within us ourselves to talk with all honks in brazil to organize some kind of organic response of broadway response to this situation and after we do something national we want to talk to all oh, to some of the wrongs around the world because we know that this thing is not happening here. We are seeing some kind of wacked conspiration like in Madagascar. And <laughs> this is no good. This is no good. There's, there's a, a, a bigger thing happening, a bigger figure the thing is happening here. And now we are seeking on other honks in Brazil to speak about what you can do, what are you doing, what are we doing, and we want to talk with another honks around the world about the same kind of questions and looking for not one answer, but uh, what answers we can do. We know this kind of problem uh, may be uh, uh, regionally, uh, we have to take care regionally, but we have to do some kind of word strategy to this. This is not happening only here, and you know what I'm talking about. And it's <laughs> important to all of us to take some kind of um, common speech about. Even we have to do something local specifically, but we have some kind of strategy. So we are trying to talk and other homes is an initiative that we are talking about in Sao Paulo to talk with the other four homes in Brazil. And we want to talk with another home. So what are you doing? What you can do? What's the best answer? We are stuck in some situation. And this combination of fascism and plague is, is very difficult. It's, it's a hard way to, to, to walk. 
Yes, um, I was. That also leads to my next question. I think uh, our American listeners can certainly relate. Uh, we are currently experiencing a moment. I mean, we were already experiencing the pandemic, of course, but now in this uh, moment of rebellion against, uh, you know, racist police uh, activity in the United States, um, it's like no one can be neutral anymore. Even companies that have nothing to do with politics are now forced to take a look at themselves and take action. So I was going to ask, uh, you know, obviously it's been difficult to be a brass band in the middle of a global pandemic uh, that focuses on the respiratory system. But what have uh, Brazilian bands been uh, been doing during this time? And are any of them starting to try to get together or are they doing things virtually right now? What we will start is to do small things. We look for what members of our brass band are in most financial difficulties and we are trying to assist them. And uh, I will give you an example. We made a show and they not pay us. <laughs> and we have this problem, this cash problem. And people want to, to, be, to, to pay their bills. We pick up some of our funds in Unido do Swing and we pay and anticipate the payment and we are when we are dealing with the people who didn't pay the brass band. For example, we are doing this kind of financial assistance. It's small, but it's important. We are doing uh, studies, groups online to maintain the continuity of the rehearsals and the arrangements. We are uh, we did a home clip. You, you can uh, put our home clip. We, we do Joe Lose Stomp in, in a home clip with a lot of people. And we are, my point is, we are doing some microphysics of the power. We are not fighting directly the power, but we can do this small kinds, this small net of assistance with our memberships. I think this is, is very important in this moment. We cannot fight all the world. Fight the small fights every day, every day. Do it. Do the small fight. Don't give up. That, that is a lot of small things we can do all around the world. It's not a, 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 the best answer. We, we, of course, we, what we want is to change immediately things. But it's not like the world works. We have to have to maintain our hopes. And one simple way to maintain our hopes is to do the small things we can do, we are capable of doing. And it, this is, is a, a message for all the honkers in all the world. Do what you can do today, tomorrow. Do it, man. Don't give up. I think, uh, I think people in that community would certainly agree that taking care of each other and building the community for the long term is an important part um, of any struggle. Now, I think a lot of American brass band players in the community uh, know about you all, and they know about Osiderice and uh, Damas de Ferro because they've all been to, you know, various honks. But could you tell us, I was just looking at Honk Rio, and I didn't recognize any of the bands. Could you just rattle off some of your favorite um, other brass bands in Brazil so that I can look them up and share the music? Yes, sure. Um, you have Fanfarra Black Club, that is very interesting. You have in Brasilia, you have Calango Careta, 
They are very special because they have arrangement that you can really hear the flutes. That is not something so easy to hear in a brass band arrangement. Um, you have Cosmo Bloco in, in Porto Alegre. That is, it's an amazing group because besides the musical arrangements, they have a performance um, proposal that it's amazing. Um, you have Sagrada Profana in Belo Horizonte, that it's uh, all women brass band, that it's very beautiful. Here in Sao Paulo, you have Fanfarra Clandestina, Fanfarra Clandestina, that uh, it was one of the bands that they really participate in the protest uh, about different human rights. They are known because they do that regularly and they have been working in an artistic way to do their activism. So it's very interesting too. You have Cumbia Calavera also, or you have so many. If, if you think about that, in our last conc, Sao Paulo, we had 30 brass bands. This is a kind of unfair question because to, yes. to say the names, you have to don't say names. It's horrible. Yes, you have so many, so amazing. We just said a few, but you have a lot. So we probably won't be able to get to all of those bands that were just mentioned, but I will um, put up links in the description. Uh, but I did um, want to play a little bit of music from Fanfara Clandestina. Uh, this is a live video of them uh, playing uh, in the streets. Let's check it out. Fanfara Clandestina. Have, uh, we have about 30 people who download the the podcast from Brazil. Uh, do you want to you want to say anything to them? You know what I mean? Ah, I'm gonna tell you uh, something. I'm Argentinian, so I think that it's aha. for Guilhermino say something. Ah, eu vou dizer em português a mesma coisa que eu disse em inglês. Não desista, não desanime. Não se esqueça de tudo que nós já fizemos até aqui. Não se esqueça que a alegria é um poder. Não se esqueça que a felicidade é um poder. Não se esqueça de que o amor é um poder. Eu sei que o ódio e o medo estão mandando agora, mas acredite em mim, eles não mandam por muito tempo. Lá na frente, o que vence é o amor, porque é o amor que cria vida. A morte não cria vida, a morte leva a vida. Ainda que neste momento as coisas estejam difíceis, não se esqueça da alegria que mora em você. Eu estou falando sério. Great, thank you. I'm going to assume there weren't too many curse words in there. 
and we'll just play it uh, as as it went. So uh, I'm I think we are running out of time. I got about five minutes left on my unfortunately a free zoom account uh is there any do you have any last words uh that you want uh do you want to get out there i would like to say that we are very happy to participate in this podcast we think that it's very important to to exchange with all the breast bands in other places in the world uh, we think that this is a community that uh, has a lot to share. We are inspired from brass bands all over the world. I think that there is a huge scene that could also inspire uh, other brass bands. Here in, here in Brazil, there is a huge scene. And I recommend you to, to look for our brass band music. I recommend you to come here and experience a honk in Brazil because it's amazing too. Hopefully we will we will be in touch and we will find other ways to exchange during this time. This is a moment to be together because uh, it's a critical moment. And as a critical moment, we have to realize how we can help each other and change something too. I think that every honk perceives that um, honk's community builds different ways to change the world. <laughs> no, but I mean it. To change the world, yes. But I think that we need to realize how we can do that together, even though we are far away. Absolutely. Well said. Um, I know that there is there have definitely been some musical uh, exchange between uh, U.S. and Brazilian bands. Uh, the I think after Osiris came to Somerville, the Rude Mechanical Orchestra started playing one of their songs. I think they cha even changed the name, so they just call it the Osiris Blues. And in fact, I was able to track that song down. Uh, this is Osiris uh, with what they call Blue Cigano. Um, I believe it's an original tune by them. Uh, and this is on the Honk NYC 10-year anniversary album. Anyway, uh, I want to thank you both for taking time out of your busy schedules uh, to join us. And thank you uh, so much for reaching out initially. Uh, this is an episode I, w I wanted to do for some time, and you just came along at the right time. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Thank you very much. That's all we have time for today. In fact, this episode did run uh, a little long, uh, but there's so much to go over. Uh, you could really dig deep uh, into the Brazilian brass band uh, scene if you wanted to. We're going to play another song uh, that was uh, by a band that was mentioned uh, today. This is Fanfara Black Clube. Uh, they have a bunch of great videos. Um, this particular one is called Oswaldo Opombo. Um, it's an official video uh, from uh, Fanfara Black Clube. Uh, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher, or wherever you uh, get your podcasts. And always feel free to reach out with uh, song and, and band and topic ideas for the show. Once again, this is Fanfara Black Clube. Woo! <laughs>